Well, you know what that means. It's time to expose the money lies. Let's get started. When is the last time you interviewed yourself? Now, you may not have a podcast yet, or you may, but I had so much fun of responding to the questions that I brought up last week on the podcast that I thought, I want to do that again. That, that was so much fun. So here's the questions. Here are the, a couple of the questions that I thought I would go through this week. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to also create a questionnaire that you can go and take and then... I'll email you the responses to those and I'll give you an exercise on what to do with those responses once you respond to that questionnaire. It'll be so much fun for you and it'll be so eye-opening. So listen to the end and I'll tell you more about how to get uh, that questionnaire and what to do next. But for now, I'm just going to start going through these questions. So the first one is, what do you want most? And what I want most is to help empower a million millionaires of women that are empowering other women. That's my goal. That's my dream. And that's what every day I work towards. And why is that what I want the most? It's what I was created for. It's what I was called to do. It feels so non-negotiable. So ask yourself, what's non-negotiable for you? Now, the next question is, where are you in relation to your current goal? Like, what's the, the goal you're currently working on? Uh, what's the gap? How do you feel about that gap? So I missed my six-figure goal for the Life Coach School cutoff this year for the Mastermind for the awards. But I know that was simply a miscalculation on my part. I estimated what it would take, and I underestimated that. Now they say that we tend to overestimate what we can do in the short term and underestimate what we can do in the long term. So I really truly believe that it'll all balance out. It doesn't matter whether I make that money now or I make that money in three years. I do truly believe that I will make that money. I do believe that I'll make what I want to make and maybe and probably more over the lifetime of my business. So I think it will just all balance out. If whether I make it now or whether I make it in five years, doesn't really matter in the overall scheme of things. I believe I can do it. And my aim is just to remain present on the journey. And I know that's kind of a cliche phrase, but I, I don't want to let the critic, the hyperachiever, the restless parts of my brain to hijack that journey for me. I want to recognize my humanness and have compassion and empathy for that and not use it to punish myself. Now, I didn't always believe that I would be able to do this. I didn't always believe that I was capable, but I know now that I am capable because of who I was created to be. And the only reason I'm not there yet is because I'm not being that person more frequently than I am being her. So I'm giving more airtime to the person I used to be or the person I thought I was than I am the person that I'm becoming or the person that I'll be in the future the person that has everything I want and does everything I want and has the impact that I want to have or that I was created to have. 
you know, when I am showing up as her during those times, everything works as it should. When things aren't working, that's my clue to look at who am I being. And it's normal to look at what I'm doing. And I see a lot of my clients do this, but that's not the key. Who I'm being is based on what I'm believing and what I'm doing is important, but how I'm showing up to do that is way more important. Am I just checking the boxes? Am I just doing what people say I should do or what I think I should do or what I think somebody else would do? Am I just checking the boxes or am I actually fueling the results I want? And that goes back to how do I feel? Because how I feel comes from what I believe and how I feel fuels the actions in a way that leads to the results that I want or don't want. So how am I showing up? Not just am I showing up, but how am I showing up? So the next question is, what are you struggling with most in your business and why? So. I continue to struggle with balancing past, present, and future. And what do I mean by that? I think our performance in life and in our business is in large part driven by the balance of time, mental energy, and brain space we spend or invest in each of these. So if I'm spending time, energy, and space in the past, is it an expenditure, meaning no future value is gained, or is it an investment, meaning that it will appreciate in value? It's an expenditure if I use my past to predict what's possible for me now or in the future, or if I use my past to beat myself up. But it's an investment, meaning it'll appreciate in value if I use it to inform and improve how I want to design my future. What do I want to keep? What do I want to take into my current and future business from the past? What do I want to examine, question, and release from my past? What's serving my future self? What's holding me back from moving into, from becoming that future self? And how much time, energy, and focus am I spending or investing in the present? So that's the past. Now we want to look at how we balance the present. You know, where am I in my journey and how am I stepping into, you know, how am I meeting myself where I am in the present? How am I showing up in the present? Am I spending or am I investing in the present? You know, how am I nurturing my present self? How can I care and love who I am in the present? What investments can I make in my present self to ensure that I become my future self? Now, if I believe I'm not good enough now and I'm not willing to invest in the me of the present, if I'm not accepting who I am now and meeting myself there, what is going to take me from the not good enough me? in the past or present to the good enough me of the future. What is that gap and how am I going to reach it if I don't invest in myself somehow, whether it's self-coaching, whether it's hiring a coach, whether it's, you know, joining a particular program that's a good fit for my future self. So it's kind of a catch 22. If I'm not good enough to invest in, how do I get good enough? to invest in myself. If I'm already good enough, then why would I invest in me? Here's my answer. I'm good enough now and I can and want to be even better. I am content and 
I want more. They're not mutually exclusive. It's not either or. We can do both. We can be content and still want more. So wanting more from a place of not enough creates pressure, a rushed feeling, inadequacy, and insecurity. I've been there a lot. (laughs) But wanting more from a place of contentment creates a relaxed feeling, a a feeling of ease and flow that just naturally leads to more, right? So you're not getting the more that you are meant for, the more that you deserve, the more you know you're capable of when you come try to get there from a place of not enough, from that pressure, from that rushed, from that I have to be there now, um, from that you know, inadequacy, insecurity that you believe about yourself. And I've been there too. I've been in the relaxed feeling, the feeling of ease and flow, and I'm getting there more and more frequently. So the time next, you know, spending the time in the future, the time in the future should also be an investment rather than an expenditure. So when you're trying to solve future problems that haven't happened yet, It's an expenditure because you don't yet know if that will actually be a problem that you have to solve. So you're spending time solving problems that you don't even know that you'll for sure have yet. And besides that, you don't yet have the knowledge and experience of your future self available to you to solve that future problem, right? So who you are now is may not be capable of solving that problem in the future. That's why it's a future problem because who you be, you're becoming will become who is ready and able and capable to solve that problem. So it's best to focus on focus your energy on current problems that you do have, right? And that you do have what you need to solve. An investment in the future, as opposed to an expenditure, is to access who you're being in the future, which comes from what you're believing. So that means tapping into how you want to feel in the future and being able to access that right now. So celebrate future accomplishments now as if they've already happened. Look for evidence that your future is already in progress. It is already in motion. So when you have this perspective, it becomes easy to choose the right balance between past, present, and future. So the next question is, what do you want to be able to say about your business one day? Now, I talked about this in last week's podcast, so you can go back to listen to my vision for my business and craft your vision for your own business. But I will add on to what I said last week by saying or asking, you know, what do you need to focus on right now? Say, even in the next 90 days or so, you know, in the next three months, or maybe even just for the rest of the year, to be able to say this about your business. You know, maybe it's not all the way there right now, but to be able to say it to even a small degree. And so that's your assignment this week. Figure out what you need to commit to doing consistently to be able to say this about your business in the next 90 days or so. So for example, One of the things I want to be able to say about my business is that it helped women grow into who they were created to be. 
So what I can commit to doing consistently is demonstrating how to do that for myself, reminding women of who they are, asking them powerful questions to help them see who they are and what they're capable of. What what they're capable of right now, not even what they're capable of in the future, which is, you know, multiple times what they're capable of now because of what they're going to believe about their future self, what they're going to be able to believe in the future. Now, another thing I want you to consider is what you might be doing if you could already say that about your business. How would you be showing up? What would you believe, feel, do? How would you act? What would you create if you could already say that about your business, if it was already true? What would you have? Who would you be helping? And how could you be these things already in the next 90 days? How would that contribute to the business that you want for the future? So what can you do each day to stay committed to these things? What can you do to stay unstoppable in your commitment? What Um, How can you overcome the obstacles that will certainly come up for you, right? They always come up. The best thing to do is to create a strategy for those obstacles. Instead of saying, well, I'm just not going to let them come up. Let's assume that they come up and instead have a strategy for them when they do show up. How am I going to recognize them? How am I going to respond to them? And I'd love to brainstorm with you on this, either through an email or on a live value call with me. So, uh, So I'm going to add more questions to this and I'm going to create a questionnaire for you. And what you can do is I'll put a link in the show notes and you can go and fill out the rest of the questionnaire by visiting the link in the show notes. And then you'll get an email with your responses and a worksheet where you can take next steps so that you can be clear on your commitment for the next 90 days. Now, I'm Jill Wright, the money coach for life coaches, because we are really good at solving other people's problems. We were made for this. That doesn't mean that we don't have drama of our own. I have drama. Everybody has drama. So many life coaches have a limited money mindset. What they believe about themselves and about making money as a coach It's just not true. I have addressed this with my clients. I've addressed it in my own business. And it's those lies that are keeping so many of you from making the money that you deserve to make. If this is you, I'm super excited that you're here listening to this podcast and getting more help on this. Whether you just want me to help you assess if you're believing money lies or whether you want to explore and uncover your relationship with money, it is a relationship. I'll help you figure out the path to building a solid foundation for your growing business by helping you build a solid, strong relationship with money. I'll show you how to detect money lies. I'll show you the truth that lives inside of you already. So you can sign more clients, help more people and make more money because you are made for more. Now I have a spot open right now in my six month one-on-one program. So if you're ready to unlimit your money mindset and unlimit your business and unlimit your impact, I want you to go and claim that spot.